Hi, I am Tracy V. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. We are the co-hosts of the Stuff You Missed in History Class podcast from HowStuffWorks.com. And as you might suspect from the name, what we like to talk about are the things that are of historical significance, but maybe you didn't hear about in your standard history class. So sometimes they are famous figures and we're talking about the lesser known parts of their lives. Sometimes they are people and groups and places that are often overlooked in history class. Lots of cool stuff. So come and join us. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, this is Christian Sager. Fracking, you've heard of it, you know it's controversial, but you might not know what it actually involves. Never fear, here at Brain Stuff, we're going to put some fracking knowledge in your brain. Fracking is the delightfully cheeky-sounding nickname for hydraulic fracturing, which sounds a little bit less delightful and less cheeky and more like something you would do to your enemies in, I don't know, StarCraft. But no, it is something we do to rocks. In the simplest terms, hydraulic fracturing is a way of getting more of the valuable fluids like oil and natural gas out of geologic formations under the ground. Deep under Earth's surface, there are deposits of rock that have huge reserves of oil and natural gas within them. But these fossil fuels aren't like big lakes where you can just stick a straw in and suck. It is not a milkshake. No, these reserves of oil and natural gas are found locked up in pores distributed throughout vast layers of rock, like shale. So how do you get them out at a reasonable pace? Okay, different processes are used, but let's look at the typical fracking setup for something like shale gas. You start with a deep, vertical well, drilling a hole down to the level of the shale that you want to mine. The depth will vary, but just for example, one company claims its average fracking well depth is 7,700 feet. That's deep, almost one and a half miles, or about 2.3 kilometers. When you're at the right depth, you take a 90-degree turn, and you continue to drill horizontally, parallel to the target rock layer. This horizontal section of the well can also travel thousands of feet. Now, here's where the fracturing comes in. First, you open up holes in the horizontal section of the pipe. Then, you vigorously push a liquid cocktail known as fracking fluid down into the borehole under high pressure. This fracking fluid is usually a mixture of water, some chemical additives like acids to help dissolve the rock, and gels to thicken the fluid, and finally, solid particles called propants. And we're going to get to those propants in a second. When the mixture reaches the horizontal section of the pipe, it bleeds out through those holes into the surrounding rock. And the extremely high pressure causes the rock to form tons of little fractures or cracks. Through these cracks, the reserves of fossil fuels contained in the rock can escape into the well to be pumped back up to the surface. What once was entombed in ancient rock is now the way to powering your car or heating the water for your next shower. And those propants I mentioned, which are often just grains of sand, they help prop the cracks in the rock open so the earth's precious bodily fluids continue to escape into the well without the miners applying continuous pressure. So that's how it works. But then there's the entirely separate question of whether fracking is a good idea. It's 
mega controversial in many parts of the world. Some people claim it consumes too much fresh water, and they worry about what will be done with the fracking fluid after it's been used. And some opponents wonder if it will create earthquakes or cause chemical contaminants to leak into our groundwater. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube, and for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com.